What's up, Bulls Nation? And welcome in to the CHGO Bulls postgame presented by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up for those two risk-free bets up to $2,000. I'm Matt. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. That's Big Dave. Follow him on Twitter at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. We are CHGO underscore Bulls on Twitter. There's Joey in the mic behind the curtain giving you that extra BOW. Yeah, right, right. That was a that was a the slow down. That was a that was a late the night after dark bow right there. I think I'm gonna oh, put like yeah. a I'm gonna cut one of Big Dave saying it and then put like an echo effect on it and then oh. I'll, I'll play it every time he's saying ba 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 ba. Dude, I'll, I'll, yes, <laughs> all of that. Yes, can yes, just, yes, and more. Yes. Can we spend the next 45 minutes to an hour figuring that out instead of talking about this game? <laughs> Can I talk about this TV for a second? You we, can. We got let's this start, new let's TV. Let's start there. Yeah, this new TV in front of us. We can see ourselves better. Right. And we can read, you know, everybody's comments better. So we can get to your comments a little quicker and things like that. Exactly. And I like it. It's just so awesome, man. And I'm just amazed at it, how awesome we look on this TV. It right is here. more of a distraction. Like, if y'all, y'all of you like, watching out there in Bulls Nation see that my eye line is not looking at the camera right now, it's because mm-hmm. it's looking at this giant TV in front of us. Yeah, exactly. I'm it's looking not bad, at, though. Looking at this hey, giant there you are. man who looks hey, there amazing. there you are. <laughs> Uh, the Bulls get blown out again tonight, Dave. They did. 133-117 the final, uh-huh. and it was not that close. Uh-uh. I, it felt like 133-77. to 77. Yeah. Um, I'm but, done. <laughs> yeah. Did I I'm, see somebody say, fire Billy? What are y'all doing? Like, relax on that, okay? But, yeah, that sucked. That was trash. That was hot ass. We will not fight that. We will not go against Don't that. say hot ass while I'm taking that's, a sip, Dave. Come on. Come on, man. I got to let this out. Let me get it out. Get it out. <laughs> this get was trash. Out. This was horrific. They couldn't miss anything. Every shot they took was going in. That's not why we was tripping. That's not why we were upset. We understand they get that stuff. The effort, y'all. The effort. It's like they didn't even want to be out there. They didn't want to play. And part of me is like, I don't blame you. You know, we didn't want half of them out there anyway. It's okay. We wanted them to sit. It's like they had to tell, you know, the coaching staff this way that we don't want to play. Like, you know, we don't want – we're tired. We need some rest. This is the way we can tell you we need some rest by by getting lost on defensive switches, by turning the ball over, by shooting the ball poorly. It was just bad. You know what I'm saying? It was just terrible all around. It just really was so bad. It was cool, fine, for the, for the fourth quarter when he took everybody out in the late third quarter. And then they started playing basketball, or the Hornets started chilling, I guess I should say. Yeah. But, yeah, it was bad. It was terrible. I'm glad there's one game left, and I'm still going to the playoffs, and I'm still damn happy about that. Yes, I am. You can't take that I mean, LaMelo Ball had 21 points through his first 12 minutes of action. So, essentially, early in the second quarter, Mm -hmm. LaMelo had 21 points and was 5 of 6 behind the three-point line. He finished the game with 24. (laughs) Yes. LaMelo was like, cool, I'm done for the night. Y'all take this from here. Mm -hmm. And they did. LaMelo's teammates, including his, uh, his reserves off the bench, all chipped in. They had four bench players in double figures. Mm-hmm. McDaniels, 13. Martin, 11. Montrez, 14. Kelly Oubre, raining threes. He had 18. Raining. It was like LaMelo was like, all right, I got the first quarter and change. Y'all take it from here. Yeah. And the Bulls just said, okay, here's our hoop. <laughs> My God. It was so bad. It really was terrible, man. And that's not, it was just the effort. I promise you. That's the only time you'll ever see me get truly, truly, truly upset and pissed at this team. Yell out is when they're not out there trying. And but then again, part of me is like, well, what the hell are they out there for anyway? Like, why? If that's the effort you're gonna put forth, why are you out there? 
they're better than me because I told Matt, man, if I'm coaching, I would have left all their asses out there. Like, fine, everybody, just stay out there and play. That's how you want to look? No timeouts will be called. Y'all stay out there. We'll just ride this to the second quarter. And in the second half, y'all can have a seat and sit down, man. But that's just poor, piss poor effort is what I'm talking about. But, yeah, it's over. I got one game left, and then you get your week off, and then we can start these playoffs, man. But that yeah, then we can, tonight was terrible. Then we can start that four-game sweep. Hey, um, I'll take it. You got to learn, man. They got to go. I mean, you got to learn. So after the blowout loss of the Celtics on Wednesday, this is now our – that was our third straight blowout loss. This was mm-hmm. our fourth tonight. Mm-hmm. He talked about the margins. And, and I wrote about it in my column today. Peck Check it order. out, peck and order. Trademark. Um, that to me – Billy talking about the margins is his code word for effort, Dave. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's what he was harping on. He said, we're losing to these teams because we're losing in the margins. Yeah. Especially at this point in the season, you're scrapping, you're fighting. Teams are fighting for playoff seating. They're trying mm-hmm. to round their team into perfect form for the start of a playoff run. Mm-hmm. And every team the Bulls have faced are all playoff bound or at least play inbound mm-hmm. in the Eastern Conference over yeah. this span of the last week. Yeah. And all of those teams are playing like a team that is giving it all in the margins, mm. a.k.a. in Billy speak, effort. Yes. And the Bulls tonight, on their home floor, their last home regular season game, before embarking on their first playoff series yeah. in five years. Yeah. And like you say, Dave, if they say, no, to hell with rest, we're going to go out there, we're going to try and play, we're going to try and maintain or reestablish some kind of rhythm, mm-hmm. that, 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 I'm not mad, I'm laughing. <laughs> you guys, wow, that's embarrassing. I'm yeah. embarrassed for you, Bulls. Oh, man, like, I'm legit embarrassed for you. for you. And here's the best part, mm-hmm. because they stopped caring, I don't care anymore. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, we'll be here for y'all. Pre-games, post-games, podcasts, columns. I have emotionally checked out. Mm. I'm done. See y'all in the fall of 2022. Wait, this you, is dumb. You checking out of the playoffs too? Yeah. You checked out of that? Okay, well, that's tripping. I ain't checking out on that. I'm not, I check out on this game. I'll check out on this last game. But the playoffs, I'll be there. Yes, I'll be right there. And I saw somebody in the comments say, it's not just effort, Big Dave. It's also because the big our big three doesn't understand defensive schemes, backside rotations, things like that. Well, the defensive All rotations three, were atrocious yeah, Atrocious, but it wasn't just the big three on that one, man. You know what I mean? We saw Kobe White get put out that game with the first eight minutes to go. You know what I'm saying? In, in the game. He didn't even survive, what, four minutes? Yeah. They were like, yeah, go, you got to go have a seat. You got to have a seat. And then who comes in? Io, he immediately picks up two fouls. So it's, it, was, it was all around bad, all around bad effort defensively. It wasn't just, just for big three playing bad defensively. Everybody was. Yeah. Nobody was communicating out there. Nobody was hitting those rotations correctly. Nobody was doing the schemes correct. You saw a lot of guys. I saw a lot of this. Hands up, looking around, from, you know, from everybody. Like, I don't know. Was that your man? Was that your man? You saw a lot of that tonight. The boxing out of the guards. How many times did we see guards come flying in to get tip dunks? The guys, they didn't. Listen, the last five games, okay? This is the last five games of three-point shooting because that three-point shooting they had was foolish. 19 of 40. Foolish. This is the last five games, three-point shooting for the Bulls opponents. 44%, 50%, 34% because that's Milwaukee Bucks. 45% and tonight 47%. <laughs> That's ignorance. That's okay. Gross. Hot fire. All right. Those guys were on fire in all those games, man. But the Bulls could not respond to any of it. All right. It just kept rolling and it got worse and worse and worse and worse. But again, you know, like we talked about it a little bit pregame. Um, 
we're, we're okay with your opponents drilling contested threes in your face. We're not okay with uncontested threes. Exactly. And a couple of the first few that the Hornets made were contested. Yeah, the, and, the mellow joint. And it was like, oh, the Bulls hung their heads because yeah. they were like, oh, damn. And then they started getting uncontested. Yes. And then that's how the snowball gets bigger. Correct. It's just ridiculous. Um, Matt Lennon with a super chat. What up, Matt? Uh, saying this team telling Billy, I don't want to play. That tells me a lot about this team's mindset. Look. It could be that some of these Bulls players, especially after clinching on a night that they got blown out by the Bucks, they went were to like, sleep. okay, we got our playoff spot. Now we're just waiting for the playoffs to start. Yeah. If that's your mindset, mm-hmm. okay. As long as, comma, you're getting your rest. Yeah. And you're still mentally focused on what's coming next. Yeah. Don't go out there when they throw the ball up. And say, well, we're going to play, but we're not really going to play. Because mm-hmm. that's what it's looked like for the last three or four games, Dave. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, we're out here, right. but it's like the other teams are playing and dunking over and sh- drilling threes around orange traffic cones. Yes. There is nothing going on for these Bulls right now. That's correct. And, it, and it's not like, okay, you can use that army. They played the elite teams. Correct me wrong. Charlotte in that top six? Anywhere near that? Mm. I, I don't think they mm. are. No, I don't mm. think they are. You just played poorly, and there's a difference in that. You know what I'm saying? Between elite teams and just playing poorly, you can control your own effort while you're out there. You can control that communication. Talking is something you do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That comes from your voice. Letting somebody know where the screen is coming. You know what I mean? Letting them know when to switch. They switched off everything and got lost immediately when they were switching off everything, man. And it looks so simple. What, what they were running. I'm talking about Charlotte. What they were running. It looked so simple, the things that they were running. They were just pick and roll, and then everybody collapses, and then everybody's, somebody's free under the basket, easy dunk. Somebody's free for, at the three-point line, easy shot. It, it was just easy, and that's the issue. It was simple. It was easy. It was two plus two is four. You know what I mean? It was just first-grade math out there for the Charlotte Hornets tonight, man. And that's the frustrating part. So – I just saw a tweet from our pal Will Goat Gottlieb, Shout out. who is talking to Billy in postgame right now. Mm-hmm. Will, uh, Will <laughs> tweeted, Billy says he did not do a good enough job providing clarity on defensive assignments well, look at to the players during shoot-around today. Well, look at that! So th- there it very much appears Billy Donovan taking ownership and accountability <sighs> on just how bad that Bulls defense looked tonight. And I appreciate that. I honestly do appreciate Billy Donovan owning some of that, for real, man. Because, you know, it's, a lot of that goes on the players, for sure. We talked about that on the last show, about the percentage of who gets the blame and mm-hmm. things like that. And, of course, the players get the bulk of it. But, again, the coach is not absolved <laughs> from it either. He has to take some of that, too. So I'd like that, Billy Donovan saying, well, I didn't do a good enough job to come out there, you know what I'm saying, get my guys ready to play. I appreciate that. He called a million timeouts. They said that he was yelling at, and and again, this was speculated, that he was yelling at his players, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying, at the halftime. What happened when they came out in the third quarter? Same thing, right? I didn't see anything new. I didn't see anything different out there. I appreciate Billy doing those things and saying those things, man. And I appreciate him sitting everybody down in that late third quarter. Like, okay, fine. I hear it. Y'all don't want to play. Have a seat. But I like that. I like the accountability. I'm not, you know, again, that was something that was devoid here for a very, very long time is accountability. You know what I'm saying? Guys saying this is my fault. I'm talking about coaches. I'm talking about front office people saying this is my fault. This is our thing. We we didn't do it correctly. We got to do a better job. I appreciate Billy Donovan saying that. I do. 
Yeah, and, and look, if, if some of that is on him, then yikes. However, and this kind of goes into what Mark K, uh, shout out to our guy. Shout out. Was saying on yesterday's podcast episode when mm-hmm. we were discussing what exactly has gone wrong with this team and where, where the culpability is, saying some of it you can point at coaching. Some of it is how many inept players do the Bulls have on the defensive end right now? Right. And the two key guys that are missing who held a lot of that together with their effort, their defensive IQ, and some spit and duct tape. Because, look, we saw what this Bulls defense looked like for months without Caruso and Lonzo. We did. We got Caruso back for a little while, Mm -hmm. a half of him anyway. Bulls defense got a little bit better, at least when he was out there. Mm -hmm. But this is back to now being what we saw when those two guys are out there. And, look... That is not a sweeping excuse yeah. for the rest of the players or for Billy for not adjusting to, mm-hmm. okay, my two defensive aces are out. How do I try yeah. to somewhat cover that as best we can mm-hmm. and not really seeing any noticeable changes yes. to try to make up for that? Yes. But it's still a thing that happened, and it's still a thing that's real. Yes. It's true. Lonzo and Caruso are not there. Your two best defensive players are not there. No, no, no. Zach and DeMar are sub-defensive players. Yes. You saw them getting mixed up and lost multiple times tonight. Very much so. You saw Patrick Williams get mixed up and lost playing on the weak side tonight. Going to the lane. Kobe? Oh, dear God. Yeah. You touched on that earlier. Mm -hmm. Didn't didn't last four minutes when he got that starting nod from Billy. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. This is a bad defensive team. And the part that's unforgivable is that they, as soon as they get that punch thrown at them the first time, yeah. they're, they're curling up and dying. That's, that's the gross part. That is the absolute gross part. And I see my man Dev Mack. Remember we said we were going to be 15 and 8 mm. those 23 games. He called him out. He's like, 15 and 8, huh, fellas? Yeah. We said 15 and 8, man. That's what we said. Guess what? It didn't happen. Oh, no. We are devastated. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. But I don't see you giving us a credit when we said it was going to be a 6 seed winning 45, some 46 games. But, you know, that's fine. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Keep pointing that one out. That's cool. That's cool, baby. It's all good. But, yeah, didn't expect them to come out that kind of flat. You know what I'm saying? For them when we were making those predictions. Didn't expect all of that just for getting to play basketball. You know what I'm saying? Re- regressing back to those old ways and those old kind of teams. I talked about it on that last podcast, just how it felt. You know what I mean? Like the feeling of it. And I know it's not. Uh, the same. I'm just talking about how it felt watching some of those games, like getting chills, like, oh, man, I remember this shit. Like, I I remember how this felt a couple years ago, man. I don't like this. I do not like this feeling at all, man. But, yeah, like I said, one more game to go. You get a week off for your rest, and God, you need it. And my goodness, then the playoffs begin, and we don't expect them to be there long, but I'm damn happy that they're there because they got to learn. This is the process of it, Matt. It's yeah, I mean, look, when you talk about not that long ago and we still remember, I the Bulls broke me tonight. They like, did. Like, I watched I'm, it happen. I'm done. I'm I, done now. I watched it happen. I'll still watch, but I'm done now. Emotionally invested, uh-huh. I'm done now. That happened in early November. <laughs> For consecutive seasons for a while there. I watched that too. The Bulls broke me in November. I saw it. For years. And now it's like tonight. I was like, oh, wow. The Bulls just broke me. Joey, you should have saw it. Hey, look. (laughs) We've we've almost reached mid-April. And it took this long for the Bulls to break me. Yes. 
Progress. I promise you this is progress. I, I was there for the breaking, guys. I remember the games. I remember the moments. And literally, just you just heard it. It was you. You can hear it break, like snap. Yeah, I think this is actually a good testament. Good time to bring this up here. What's this? Mm. What are we bringing up here, sir? Hey, there it is. It's time. Hold on. Bring out it's that anger meter. Time to hit the calculator. Not the anger meter tonight. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Apathy. A blank face emoji. Yeah. With a bull's bucket hat. Yeah, I'm loving the bucket well, I hat. I tried a regular hat, but it, did, it didn't look good. I well, dig no, it. No, I, I, I dig it. I dig it. I've never seen you in a bucket hat, man. I would oh, like look to, at though. that chicken scratch handwritten mask. It's There's a lot mind. of calculations going on here. It's beautiful mine. How about them apples? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is an accurate assessment of my apathy uh, meter tonight. Well done. Because... Uh, or early in the fourth quarter, was it not? Was it late in the third quarter? No, it was. It was like between the third and the fourth. Yes, I look. Yes. I look over at Dave here. And I say, "You want to play some ping pong?" Right. And at first, I said no. <laughs> I said, "I don't want to play." I'm still kind of watching this game. And then, <laughs> and then it was an and one that occurred for Charlotte. And I was like, "You know what? Fine. Let's go. Forget it. Let's just play. Let's just play." Matt won the series. Matt won the series, man. Two one. Big Dave took game one. I took games doing two, two and, and three. three. Yes, he did, man. And our guys, Cody and Ryan from CHGO Cubs, mm-hmm. uh, earlier in the day, you know, we're like the night crew here. Yes, we are. Uh, have been doing a little one on one tourney, and they've been getting pretty heated. Oh, okay. And I was saying, like, I want in. Because they were talking a lot of <laughs> they don't trash know. to each other. Y'all don't know what y'all in for, y'all. Listen, man, I was so concerned for his life while we were playing this. You remember when we did pregame, he had a hoodie on, right? <laughs> that man sweated right on got through. A little, got a little toasty playing <laughs> ping pong. <laughs> he got a little toasty. That man was flying all over the place, man. He is serious, all right? So, Cody... So, Ryan, I don't just mess be around. careful what you're asking for out here, man. I don't mess around. You know what? The Bulls showed no effort tonight. Somebody had to show mm. some effort tonight. I figured, hey, I'll show some effort on the ping pong table. You hear that, man. You hear that, man. You hear him, dog. Oh, he was serious. Uh, Sam in the Super Chats. The Bulls don't lose like this when Brian Scalabrini was on the team. <laughs> All right, now now you're just trying to sneak your way into my heart. Yes. Come on, that's cheating. Yeah, because you love some Scal. I do. You love some and Scal, man. Scal garbage time was not the kind we saw tonight, but the opposite kind. This when is the true. Bulls are up by 20. This is true. I was missing my man, Maddie Legend, though. I must say that. That is true. I still need to know that. Will, please find out what happened. I need to know what happened to the legend. It this re- was his game. It remains the greatest unsolved mystery. <laughs> remember, that, remember that old 90s TV show, oh, Unsolved God. Mysteries? Yeah. When Mommy and Rob would come bring, out of the trench coat? Bring, oh, the trench coat. Mm-hmm. Bring the show back. Episode one, mm-hmm. how did Matt Thomas hurt himself? Yes. How is that possible? Walk out in the smoke. What are you saying, Joey? Matt, what baseball team do you support? You were, go we Cubs talk- go, baby. All right. Yeah, Charles was wondering. We were talking about Big Dave, White Sox. The only undefeated baseball team in Chicago right now. That's correct. Sorry, not sorry. That is correct. I don't care. It's one to know. Uh, (laughs) But when the Cubs are, you know, 30 games under 500 and the (laughs) Sox are on their way to the playoffs, I'll be happy for my Sox fan friends. Listen, (laughs) baseball. That's why baseball is such a wild sport. Because it's so long, 162 games, and it's so up and down. Yeah. You know what I'm Ooh. saying? Like, you're like, ah, we're the greatest. Yeah. And then, ah, we're the worst. That's and why I could never get, like, fully invest no. myself in baseball. You it's can't. like it's like four or five on my tier of sports. Fair. Because 82 games exhausts me. It's true. Physically, mentally, and emotionally. Especially when you care. Right. Yeah. And I do mean physically. Yeah. I'm physically <laughs> exhausted watching the Bulls play basketball. Yeah. 8, 162? Whew. 
Good God. Putting all your I, stuff in I check in every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. You, you give me some beers at Wrigley, I'm happier <laughs> than a clam. <laughs> What's, is that your favorite sport to watch live? What's your favorite to watch Baseball? live? Baseball? Yeah. No. It's my favorite to watch live. Hoops, hoops at the Madhouse, man. Basketball? Nothing beats okay. that for me. Baseball. Nothing beats hoops at the Madhouse. I don't know. Baseball is my least favorite to watch on TV and my most favorite to watch live. It's way more fun at the ballpark yeah, than on yeah. TV. I love watching like, live. Watching baseball on TV, oh my yeah. God, like drill me in the brain. <laughs> Put me out of my misery. Um, well, we we got to talk about points bet, Dave. Oh! And by that, I mean you got to talk about points well, bet. Well, by you, yeah, you make me because the people want the bets. <laughs> You make the bets. I got to talk about the bets. Why don't y'all follow me, Points Bet? You hear me out here hooking up with these right here. Follow Big Holla Dave, at your boy, son. Holla at your boy. Because the best way to support CHGO is to download the Points Bet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. And if you do that all right now, you'll get two, count them, one, two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 more first-time deposit, you will receive, guess what? A free CHGO membership. What was that going to be, Big Dave? Well, it unlocks all of that web content. Is that it? No, you even get a free T-shirt from of your choice from that CHGO locker. What was that? Tell me about that one more time. That's $2,000 in free bets. That's a free CHGO membership. That's a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. Plus, introducing... That live NBA same game parlay for the first time ever. And I mean ever. You can build the perfect live NBA same game parlay only at PointsBet. And you can combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. And if you want more. And we know that you do. You can also boost your live same game parlays. You can watch live, parlay live, boost live, and partay live with PointsBet. And all my beautiful people that live in the city of Chicago and this wonderful state of Illinois, you can download that PointsBet app right now and register from your account. Start to finish all from your phone. No go going outside. Mm-mm. You pick it up, dial it in, punch it in, sit down, enjoy the game. Get on that parlay pack because you know he's got like a 10-legger that he's going to throw at you and it's going to be awesome. All right? So what are you waiting for? Because once the game starts, you don't just bet. Tell them what they do, Peck. You live your bet life. Joey, hit me one time. I want you to deal with your problems by becoming rich. Yo. Jordan Belfort. Yo. I'll be that one's fitting for tonight. I liked it. Tough liked loss it. tonight. Say it again. That's fitting for tonight. It, it is. Although, it is. I don't know if it's sound advice for those Bulls players, or Billy Donovan for that matter, because okay. guess what? Billy Donovan and all his players, already rich. Mm. Can't get re-rich. And it certainly won't solve their problems of not giving a crap on the basketball court. Can't get re-rich. No. Okay, you can't double rich. Maybe, maybe take away some of the money so right. they get pissed off and then are like, okay, well, we got we to gotta play and earn this money back. Oh, you think <laughs> – I think that's a terrible idea, but all right. <laughs> that sounds oh like God. something that Menace would, would try to pull off, don't I, it? I hate that Jerry just sneaked into my brain for <laughs> half a second. <laughs> he lives there. What are you talking about? He's got rent. Oh. <laughs> He's got rent. Just post it up. He's chilling. Oh, yes. Jerry, Jerry doesn't pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> Living there for free? Uh, yep. My man. Oh, man. Oh, hey, Big Dave. Yes, remember in pregame when mm-hmm. I made that uh, off-the-cuff remark and that cr- that wisecrack about Bulls fans and their obsession with Rudy Gobert? I, I do remember this. Jonathan in the comments. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> Would Rudy Gobert, as opposed to Vooch, make the Bulls more of a threat in the East going up against guys like Embiid and Giannis? Yes. <laughs> but I don't. But that doesn't mean. Uh, nope. 
What are we doing here? Brain won't do it. What is this exercise? I tried to do it. Because I think it's a uh, a pointless exercise. But he would, yes. A a three or four time defensive player of the year would make you uh, more formidable sure. against guys like him. Okay, and so, so Jonathan, tell me this. Uh-oh. You know what? I'm just going to humor you for a second because I... It don't sound, not, I don't want to talk about this game anymore. That game is garbage. Oh, God, humor, Jonathan, take cover. And we, yeah. got, we got time to fill. We got airtime to fill. It don't sound funny. What's, what's your trade? What's your trade? You say, do you think Vooch, you know, uh, would maybe, you know, would Gobert be an upgrade over Vooch? Um, how do you get that done? Tell me. Could you please describe to me how you get that done? What's your trade? What are the pieces? Go. <laughs> don't worry. I'll wait. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will wait and take his time. Jonathan, it's not about you, man. Don't worry no, about that. it's not that. about you. It's not it's about not... you, Jonathan. Don't worry about it, man. It's not about you. That man's going through some things. Uh, v- <laughs> Vooch and Matt Thomas for Gobert apparently gets that done. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, didn't the legend Charlie. play you? The legend came from Utah. That's where he was at. Yeah, he's, he was there in Utah, man. All right? So maybe it does. Maybe uh, they want I, I him back. I think he came from a spaceship. He, well, that's possible as well. You know, he's an alien with those shots that he makes just out of this world. Hey, you see what I did? Clap that up. Clap that up. Yes, I did that. Yes, I did that. I'm proud of that one. That was all right. Yes. Oh, man, I don't know what Trey gets that done. I mean, it's so much money. His contract is crazy. Contract is big. Crazy. Jonathan responded. Uh, to be honest, I really did have a trade. I was just asking. That's what I told you. It's not about you, Jonathan. Don't cry. It's not about you, man. Man, I promise you, that was a straight. Yeah, I promise you that was a straight. It was not about you, bro. I promise you. I'm giving you, I'm giving you hugs from here, man. I'm giving you hugs from here, I man. Said, I said, like, it was something that was already on my mind in pregame <laughs> because you are not the first, Jonathan. Yeah. And to was, have this, like, my Bulls Twitter, man. But here's the thing. Like, his question was not even worded meat-headed. You know what I mean? Like, it was a for real kind of question. Kind of question. Would Gobert over Vooch be an upgrade? <laughs> that's like, you know, that's, like back, that's like back in grade school when uh, one of your teachers tells you, you know, like, now there's no such thing as a stupid question. So, Oh, and then you grow up and you become an adult, and then you hear people asking you dumb questions all the freaking time, and you realize there very much are such things as stupid questions. So you don't know if Jonathan's 11 years old. <laughs> it's what you say. You just crapped on his whole dreams. You can be a child out here crying right now. That if you're 11 years old, it's quarter to 10. Go to bed. What are you doing on t- YouTube Live? Don't let Matt around children is what I just learned. Are you kidding me? Don't let this man. I am a, no, I am, around your I am a responsible, nurturing uncle. <laughs> you heard how you said that, right? Uncle. Yeah. Yeah, your family. Oh, I don't care about <laughs> anybody else's kids. My case is closed. <laughs> <laughs> Dismissed, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. This is my guy right here. That is hilarious. Uh, dumb questions breed dumb answers is what Nick P is saying right there. Oh, man. Uh, so about that MCU, Matt Peck. <laughs> Um, re- real quick, here's that Rudy contract. He's making 35 this year. Next year, 38. Jeez. 23, 24, 41. Oof. 24, 25, 43.8. Mm. And then a player option in 25, 26 for $46.5 million. Jeez. I mean, 
These NBA contracts are getting wild, man. I mean, congratulations to him, man. Truly. I mean, for real. And his agent. And his agent. Salute. Uh, Nick P wants to know what's in the uh, cup, Matt. What's in the box? Uh, soda. Mm-hmm. Splash of lime. Mm-hmm. Ice. Not enough whiskey. <laughs> Not enough. Yeah, he's right. And that sounds delicious, I must say. And... She and just a dash of athletic greens. <laughs> oh, you got to get those 75, baby. Yeah, baby. You got to get yourself. Joey, did you have your athletic greens today? I had my whole source, superfoods, adaptogens. Yes. It's actually a mild, somewhat tropical taste, which mm. I find I enjoy. Yeah. I believe you. You do? I do believe you. I yeah. had it this morning. <laughs> you right in your eye and tell you I believe you, sir. Yes, I definitely believe you. Goat leave swears by it. Mm. So it's got to be the real thing. It's got to be the real thing, man. Absolutely. So we got one more game left, though, Matt. We do. You got one more game going against Minnesota. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Who are playoff bound. They are. Play in Play bound. Play inbound. Play inbound. Out west. I believe they were two. They're pretty much set because they were two games. Correct. Out. They they are seventh mm-hmm. out west. Um so they gotta they gotta play the Clippers mm-hmm. in the first game. And then if they win that game, they'll be the seventh seed mm-hmm. taking on Memphis. Mm. Woo! Uh, and then if they lose, they'll play the winner of Pelican Spurs. That's going to be interesting. But, so speaking of Memphis, did you see the news that Jaws working his way back as of today? I did see that news, yes. Your boy. Yeah. I, like, how terrible would it be if after this incredible Grizzly season, the incredible season we've seen from Jaws, despite the games missed. Where are we going? I'm just saying, I, I, I want, I'm going to flip it, so I, I spit it positively instead of Shoot negatively. Shoot it, kaboot it. Shoot it, kaboot it. <laughs> I want to see Ja in the playoffs. Yes. We have to see Ja in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Especially if the Bulls are one and done. Yeah. Then Bulls fans look elsewhere for entertainment True. across the NBA playoff landscape. Yes. First place I'm looking yeah. is Ja and the Grizzlies. That's it. That's number one. That's the entertainment man. you need, man. That's going to be your favorite team that you watch. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, Along with the athleticism and the amazingness, they play with that effort, that grit. That determination. You just love that kind of stuff, man, watching them play. They don't like anybody, and that's the beauty of it. But also in the East, Matt, there's still some things to figure out with the two teams. Basically, who's going to play the Bulls mm-hmm. in that first round? So Bucks win tonight, right, mm-hmm. means that they officially clinched the two seed. Two. They, they beat up on the Pistons. Double dose. Uh, double dose, which now means – Boston is at three. Mm-hmm. Philly is at four. Yes. Boston is a half game ahead of Philly. Yes, they are. The Bulls are playing one of those two teams. Yes. In the first round. And the games that's left, Philly is playing Indiana tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So we're assuming Philly wins that game. Assuming Philly wins that game. And on Sunday, Boston is playing, who you just talked about, the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. That's going to be interesting because Memphis might be resting everyone. You know, right. they have nothing left to play for. They're eight games out of, of first place. Everything is pretty much set. Nothing to play for. Nothing to play for. And obviously, Boston still has a lot to play for. So that's going to be interesting. I don't I don't know how their dynamic works, if they're going to play some of their stars. I know Ja's not going to play. Right. But if they're going to play some of their star players, get them out there, or will they just rest everybody? Because it doesn't matter to them. So that should be interesting. I'm, I'm really interested to see what so, they do. So assuming they both win... Boston's three, Bulls are six. Yeah. We're playing Boston. Correct. And I think of the possible results in those games Saturday and Sunday between the Sixers' final game and the Celtics' final game, 
as you said, especially if the Grizzlies rest, that seems like the most likely outcome. Yeah. Both teams win. Boston stays at three. Yes. Now, the question then becomes, pretending I still care about what happens in this playoff series, um, does, does it make you feel any better to see Boston there compared to Philly? The Bulls got swept by Philly this season, 0-4. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Embiid has never lost to the Bulls in his NBA career. He's no. 11-0. Yes, However, he lots of those wins came when the process had already processed, <laughs> and the Bulls were starting their own yes. and starting, you know, uh, Wayne Selden and Blakeney and those guys. So it's not like that 11-0 career record yeah. against Embiid is, like, all that but it is still it's like a thing. it's a thing in that like Embiid would walk into that series being like I own these guys. Correct, correct. He walks in with a different level of confidence when playing against that team. But I would rather play Philly. I've, I've said that last show. I, I'd rather play them. It just feels like they're the team that's more on the edge of of implosion than anybody that the Bulls can face. You know what I mean? Because of what's hard going on with Harden, you know what I mean, and everything like that. I don't know what's happening with James. And again, I'm not scared of him uh, in the playoffs. But the things that Boston possesses are definitely the things that the Bulls are weakest at. Right. And their wing, their two best players are both, you know, basically wing guys. And so two of our worst defenders are our wing guys. So yeah. that's, no, that's going to be not a good thing, you know, playing against that squad like that. And we just played them, and we saw what that looked like right. when we just went up against them, man. So and. You know, I, th- there was maybe some optimism out there about like, oh, well, you know, Robert Williams meant so much to that Boston team, means so much to that Boston team. We talked yeah. about it in pregame before Correct. Bulls Celtics a couple Correct. days ago. So maybe his his absence makes Boston the most favorable matchup for the Bulls. Yeah. Well, y'all just saw what happened <laughs> without him. Yeah. Bulls lost by 20. Yeah. However, like, it's funny. You know, my column last week was ranking those four teams and which one I would like to see versus least like to see. I had Philly as least like to see. Fast forward a week, the Bulls got blown out by twenty plus by each of the other three, and I'm now I'm like with you, like actually maybe Philly is the best option, <laughs> which is wild. Which is wild. But that's how bad of a week the Bulls just had. Yeah, exactly. That's insane. It's wild that our bet, we're wanting our best matchup to be a team that they have not beaten. Oh, and four, and, and, a, and a player that hasn't lost to him in his career. And we're like, we'll take that. <laughs> give me, mm. give me all of that. Double dose, uh, double extra dose. helping. Put um, it on the plate. Anish has a question about Zach and his contract, okay. uh, and assist from somebody else in the comments who said, "Hey, Anish has a great question." Um, and assist by Joey, who answered the comment multiple times. But you just, did you just big yourself up right there? Well, I was, I was just going to make sure that you know the score table got that assist for me. Oh, okay. But of course, right. but of course. We will do that in just a minute. Mm-hmm. But first, we got to shout out our friends at Strava Craft Coffee. Shout out. Which is a game changer. If you haven't tried it yet, you should. Strava Craft Coffee has helped thousands of people improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh-roasted specialty mm. coffee infused with organic, broad-spectrum CBD. Mm-hmm. CBD from hemp. It doesn't make you high. doesn't make you hungry. Mm-hmm. What it does do is offer real benefits that can help you feel alert and focused without the coffee jitters. Live your day more balanced, less anxiety, fewer yes. aches and pains. Yes. Plus, CBD, uh, plus including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling your best. Mm. You want a good night's sleep tonight, Dave? I know Joey does. Oh, Joey's ready for a good <laughs> oh, night's sleep. He's ready, baby. He's halfway there right mm-hmm. now. 
The best part is that Strava is all about quality, folks. Everything is small batch, fresh, and shipped straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated, full-spectrum CBD tinctures for those looking for a more traditional CBD delivery system. Mm. CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase when you use promo code CHGO25. Mm. That's 25% off your order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use code CHGO25. Five at checkout. Feel better. Be alert. Help your aches and pains. Help your anxiety. Sleep better. StravaCraftCoffee.com. When it hits your lips, it's so good. <laughs> when it hits your lips. <laughs> what I loved about that is the energy you were in there. And you I like that. You know, because it was like coffee, coffee, coffee. Right. CBD. And then relax. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that very much. I'm glad you did. Yes, sir. Okay. So, uh, Anish has a question about Zach's contract. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I found it. Wait. That's a different one. Yeah, because Joey bigged himself up. Anish was asking if if Zach qualifies for the Supermax. Zach didn't qualify for Supermax, right? Does that change the Bulls' flexibility at all this offseason or just lower the luxury tax? Okay. First part of your question. We don't know yet. The eligibility for Zach's super max contract, emphasis on super, is tied to whether or not he makes an all-NBA selection for this season that is just now coming to a completion. Based on games missed Mm -hmm. and a drop in efficiency and a drop in production, Mm -hmm. I would say right now that I am 99% positive Zach is not making even the third-team all-NBA. Yeah. Bummer? Because earlier this season... He was there. Halfway through this season? Yeah. It was looking like maybe he had a shot for third-team All-NBA. No question. Well-deserved All-Star selection for the second consecutive season. Absolutely. He was on fire. He was mm-hmm. lighting it up. Mm-hmm. But a bad knee, a, uh, a drop in efficiency, he's not making the All-NBA selection. Mm. That will eliminate the super max contract mm-hmm. on the negotiating table when Zach and his uh, agents from Clutch sit down with the Bulls' ownership and management this summer. Mm-hmm. That makes things easier in that if Zach were to demand that Supermax, it eliminates that tough decision for the Bulls. Right. I still think that he is going to ask for a contract at the regular max level that he has earned and that he deserves. Mm -hmm. The question to me that exists now, Dave, is, is there any backtracking on what Michael Reinsdorf said in an interview to the public earlier this season, Mm -hmm. which was essentially, if this team is heading towards serious contention, yes, we will pay the luxury tax. You say that. Because because regular max or super max, when it comes to Zach, this team is heading for the luxury tax this summer. Yeah. Because you still got Bucci's contract, you got DeMar's contract, and Zach is about to get a big fat raise. Yes, sir. Does the last month of the season slide... And maybe a what we're about to see one and done playoff appearance mm-hmm. make Michael or Papa Jerry change their mind on yes, we'll pay the luxury tax. To me, that's the question right now because if what they see as the completion of this season mm-hmm. is not the upward trajectory that they saw at the beginning of this season, right? They could then say, "Well, we said we'd pay the luxury tax for championship competition. Mm-hmm. This is not championship competition. Therefore, we ain't paying the luxury tax." I'm yeah. just saying, I've been a Bulls fan my whole life. I have a tendency to remember how they operate. <laughs> it's not out of the realm of possibility that even without the Supermax for Zach, th- they are second-guessing 
right now? I'm sure they might be. And like you said, it was important, the detail you said, that he gave that interview at a point in time in the season when everything was looking hunky-dory. Peachy keen. Everything was feeling good. So, yeah, you're more apt to say, hey, here's a little extra for you, you, and you, and you, and you. And then things get a little tighter. You know what I'm saying? You got a car. You know? You got a car. <laughs> Everybody gets a car. Things things get a little tighter, you know what I mean, when the lo- when the losing occurs. And, again, not just the losing, but the kind of losing mm-hmm. uh, that has been occurring for this team. So I understand that. Plus, again, you're adding in uh, the fact of history uh, with, with uh, the front office. So I, I get all that. I'm going to go ahead and take the man at his word. Because, uh, again, I'm strictly thinking on AK and Mark Eversley levels. You know what I mean? And if you're going to tell those guys, yo, yes, I will do this if this team is going to be a team that's going to compete and going to do that, you know they're going to do everything in their power to make this team that team that is going to compete. And you know, that team is, that is going to be going after a championship. They're going to do that. You know that. We, we saw it this year. They tried their damnedest to put together the right team. Looked great in the beginning, didn't look so great at the end through after injuries and after playing elite teams and things like that. So I think that I'm going to take him at his word because I'm going to trust AK and everything. I'm going to hold him to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? When it comes to that time, like, hey, we're going to need this money right now. If you want what you said that you really want from this team, which is to be a championship contending kind of team, we're going to need some checks because they're going to have to go up in the payroll. You can't – if you look at all the teams that are – competing mm-hmm. and in that they're up there in that payroll mm-hmm. that's what it is you Michael know what I mean? said that himself he yeah said, look at the champions and look at the teams going to the finals yeah you gotta you know, pay you pay maybe an exception here or there yeah. but for the most part those are teams paying the luxury Guys, winning organization like what take their word for it because what other choice do they have i i don't that's what i don't understand if you're if you're questioning whether or not you know if you're questioning if zach's a guy that you can win with as your number one player that's one thing but the NBA, the worst thing you can do is just let assets go for nothing. Like, right. we have yes. a 27-year-old, multiple-time all-star. Mm-hmm. What, are you going to let him walk and get nothing in return? It, mm-hmm. You got You have to sign him. You have to bring – stacking cap space is a formula that no longer works. Like, the Knicks have been doing it for years. It hasn't worked for them. Teams, that doesn't work Ask anymore. Ask the 2010 yeah. Bulls. <laughs> right. Like, spend your money. You have – you have pieces, or at least, right. you know, it just, I, I don't see, that That to me would be the absolute dumbest thing they could possibly do. I completely agree with you on that. So, again, I'm taking them at what they said, because, like what you said, it would be silly to not do that. So, but he said he's going to do it. I trust him he's going to do it. I trust AK. I trust Mark Eversley. I think it's going to get done, personally. Um, AK saying Jerry's also trying to make Chicago a desirable place to play, so likely Zach gets paid. There is point. that element That's a good to point. it where... That's a good point. The Bulls, as an organization, are trying to wash away some some tarnish some stank. From, from previous years as far as players who were here yeah. and then left and then had certain things to say Correct. about the Bulls Correct. and how they treat their players. It has not occurred a lot this season. It I has talked not. about that at length, and about how good it is to have a guy like DeMar DeRozan. You know, like, I love it here. I, clearly, they're frustrated right now. And, like, I've just seen some tweets, you know, come across my my alerts here over the last couple of minutes with Zach talking post game, and he's pissed. They're all frustrated. They're all pissed because of this losing streak. But even as recently as DeMar's 50-burger and that epic win over the Clippers. Epic. You saw that video of the Bulls in their locker room. Mm-hmm. This is a team that is 
bonded. Yeah. They like each other. They enjoy playing with each other. At least they did a week ago. Um, and, and there is, you know, there's meaning behind that yeah. because even that didn't exist Fact. up until very recently. Oh God. Yes. Which yeah. by the way, like, again, I don't know how many times you can thank DeMar DeRozan for what he's done coming to this team without overthinking him or underthinking. Thank you, DeMar DeRozan. Thank like you. even in this awful, awful week we've endured, you just, a vet like that mm. who would in previous years, not even think for a wink mm-hmm. of coming to the Bulls. Right. Wouldn't even look at, wouldn't be on the radar. Look at the teams he turned down. Nobody. T- it, oh, you mean the the Lakers of disarray? Correct. God, I love that. He does. He or did that. they turn him down? Somebody. No. Somebody he, got turned he, down. He, they, he wanted to go. I God. He. God, the Lakers are, go. got yeah. Rob Palinka, and I mean, then, he's just got to be losing sleep. He's got to be upset every night. I mean, not only, not only that, Caruso, Caruso too. Right. For for a Horton Tucker, who's Correct. been awful. Correct. And they didn't want to pay and for him for the big money. Right. They just, didn't want to give him his money, man. But we did. And that's making a move to say, I want to win when you're paying those guys that kind of money. It's crazy to think about it, but like, and you know, maybe some people believe, ah, that will just, you know, re uh, tinker with the roster and bounce back next year. But hey, Bulls fans, if you're really pissed off right now, and I get it because part of me is until I just gave up. All of of him is. Would you not want to switch place with Lakers fans right now? (laughs) A team that's 31 and 49 or whatever? Mm. Didn't even make the play in? Mm. They didn't even make the play-in, bro. That's so crazy. That's insane. Yes. But I, just piggyback on that, thank you, <laughs> DeMar DeRozan. Like, hearing him being out there on all those podcasts and all those shows, mm-hmm. knowing that he's representing the Chicago Bulls right. and having nothing but positive things to say, continuing to put that team in that limelight, and what he's done for these younger players as well. We saw him take Io under his wing, go to Io's uh, 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 it's a number retirement ceremony at the U of I, like, he didn't have to do that, but he was right there next to him doing that, going to G League games, you know, just to watch players play on the team, man. Like, he has been awesome for this team as far as turning it around and trying to create an aura of positivity and unity on this team that did not exist like that. He is absolutely right. It did not exist with everyone. It feels more harmonious now. These guys like playing with each other, and so hopefully that continues on. Uh, Jose with a quick super chat saying DeMar uh, has uh, carried us to the playoffs. He certainly did. Yeah, yeah. He really did. Yeah, he really did, man. And, I mean, when you think about, like, well, what, like, how has it gotten so bad? Especially considering that, like, for a while there, they stayed afloat even after Caruso and Lonzo went down. Yeah. Caruso and Lonzo went down in January. Remember the month of February that DeMar had? Because he was the Eastern Conference player Player of the the month and broke a record once held by Wilt Chamberlain. Zeus. He broke Zeus's record. That's how. That's that's ridiculous. He he's been um, absolutely insane, man. Damn, I mean, he was fun to watch. To to maybe like put one more note of positivity uh, on here because it's been a pretty pretty downer evening. Joey, go ahead and throw up that quote from Patrick Williams. This was from Shoot Around earlier today, uh, courtesy of our guy Will Gottlieb, who was at Shoot Around this morning. Patrick was talking about witnessing and observing DeMar's routine, mm-hmm. daily and weekly routine, saying comes in the afternoon almost every day, uh, every practice day, every non-game day, mm-hmm. comes in, gets the same shots, same routine, same routine pre-game, same routine pre-practice, after practice. It doesn't matter. Same routine. He shoots the same shots. Mm. So he's talking about 
like after morning practice, he'll come back again later that day in the afternoon right. on practice days on games when the uh, days when the Bulls don't have games. Same routine, yeah, every single day. When you see a night like tonight, where like if you're gonna give credit anywhere, I guess it's that some of those young guys in this and the second unit for the Bulls showed a little bit of fight, so that the final score what was what it was, and not the Bulls losing by forty. Mm-hmm. And you saw Patrick Williams have a quiet first half, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, he finished with whatever it was, like 14 or 15 points. Yeah. DeMar's presence here, rubbing off on a young player like P-Dub or a young player like Io, you know, even like earlier this season when everything was, oh, sunshine and rainbows. And like you saw DeMar go down to Champaign to be with Io for his jersey retirement at Mm -hmm. U of I and stuff like that, not only showing his younger teammates that he's there for them, emotionally and as a friend but also showing by example how you be a pro mm-hmm. um and even in a ugly ugly night like tonight even in an ugly culmination of a season that we all kind of feel coming like we're about to witness demar's presence on this team matters um I'm right and I, you know I, th- to me there's no way in heck that the bulls are overpaying him for being here. Oh, no, I'll give him a couple extra dollars <laughs> out of my pocket, bro. Like, I, Uber's on me. Uber Eats on me, bro, Like if you need it. But, yo, I, I, I'm happy he's here. Going to the playoffs, I expect him to have a good playoff series because that's what he does <laughs> in his career is have good playoff series. So, I can't – I'm just – I know a lot of people ain't excited for it. I am. I'm excited to go to the damn playoffs, man. I ain't seen it in a long time. So, I don't know how it is to feel bad about losing in there because I don't – I know what it feels like to lose – by 56, I know what that feels like. You know what I mean? What you call it, it's what you call a double loss. You know what I'm saying? I, oh, God, where's my neuralizer? I, I know what neuralize that feels me, like. Joey. Joey, hit him, please. Smack him in the face with it. Hard. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry, what were we talking about? Oh, no, no. I was just, going on. I was just <laughs> continuing. Don't worry about it. But, yeah, I know how those things feel. I know how terrible those things feel in the regular season. I know how it feels to watch my guy give up in November. You know what I mean? I know how – remember when they would give up in November and literally a month later they would break me? And then dude. John would be like, oh, my God, they broke Dave. They broke Dave. <laughs> like, dude, they were bro- – yeah. They broke like, all of it. Remember, they would break all three – like, one by right. one by one. They would break us down The Bulls breaking me, time. it's like, oh, my God, That's they not, killed right, Kenny. Right, like, it happens right, every episode. Right. It's a thing. With Dave, you know I mean? it was like, oh, no. Dude, yeah, dude. And, I'm no, I remember that feeling, dog. And I ain't trying to have that feeling again. So, yeah, give me the loss – in the actual dance, I will take that more so than watching get get their heads get kicked in in a regular season so they can finish with a 12th seed and then get another number seven pick and then do the same shit all over again. No, 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 no. No, this is much better. This feels so much better. Uh, Jose saying, I'm calling it now. DeMar DeGoat DeRozan going to hard carry us through the first round playoffs. Come on, Jose. Wow. All right, Jose. Sure. I ain't mad at you. I, I don't know if you can bet on that on points bet right now, mm-hmm. like Bulls winning their first round series. Yeah. If you Once they get their matchup, you can probably bet on who wins that series. Sure. Bet you get pretty good odds mm. on the Bulls right now. I think you could. And also, Yikes. use that promo code. <laughs> use that promo code CHGO <laughs> to donate your money. Yes. <laughs> wow. Um, let's get out of here. I'm done. He's done. I am checked out. One more game, y'all. One more game. Uh, Bring it in. Land that plane. (laughs) Let's do it, baby. Land it. Lafayette (laughs) said it's been a roller coaster. Yeah. 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 
yeah. land that plane. We're we're landing that plane on the Las Vegas Strip, like yeah. Con Air style. <laughs> Don't prep the bunny. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, everybody. I hope you can still enjoy the first part of your weekend, mm-hmm. uh, despite this ugly Bulls week we all just endured together. But mm-hmm. at least we endured it together. Together, That's why guys. we're here for you guys. That's you guys are here for us. Yes. Um, Bulls are off tomorrow. Game eighty-two on Sunday against Minnesota, and then we'll see where we are from there and we'll we'll find out are we playing Boston or are we playing Philly mm. either way hold me I'm scared <laughs> <laughs> for our producer guy Joey over there Joey. and uh, Big Dave who you can follow on Twitter at Bow Sports ah. on Bulls underscore Peck on Twitter we gave we gave the goat the night off we did we said this was an ugly one he didn't, yeah he you, didn't deserve this you get your post game column <laughs> written off. after post game press conference and we'll yeah. check in with you on Sunday yes. which Goat's going to be back in studio Sunday because the Bulls are on the road. 7.30 tip, y'all. Trio's coming back together. We will be here for pregame right here on the CSGO Sports YouTube channel. Sunday evening, Bulls-Wolves. Game 82. Uh, For Joey and Matt, for Joey and Dave, I'm Matt. Jim Ramsey. Rest in love, baby. We love you. We appreciate you, Bulls Nation. See you, Be good.